0: One-on-one interview with Racing Nation's James O'Shea. Well, we start a new racing season at Clifford Park this weekend, and the man that finished on top of that Premiership last season looking to go back-to-back-to-back to back to back, this year is Lindsay Hatch. He's been kind enough to join us on the show this week. Lindsay, how are you?
1: Good, thanks, James.
0: To so win back-to-back Premierships must be a thrill.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, uh, very pleasing. Um Look to have your name up with some uh, very, very good horsemen and, and good trainers is a privilege.
0: Not only to win the premiership, but to win the Wheatwood in that same season is a uh, is a pretty rare feat, and uh, and one I'm sure you'll savor for the rest of your career.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Wheatwood Day was probably one of the best days of my life. I had a tremendous day, and uh, and we've had a great season to follow it up. And you've had a number
0: of good horses that have come through the stable over that season that's made it so successful?
1: Yeah, yeah, i had a lot of low-class horses like Promise and Maideners that have gone on to Class 5 and 6 horses and and so forth, and that helps. But they do find their grade where they can't go any further, and I think it's important that you you find their level and, and turn them over, and that's the only way you're going to get a good horse, I believe. And you've shown a
0: willingness to travel them to wherever you think they can win. That's important?
1: I think it's very important. You must place your horses where they can win. It's no good kidding yourself, chucking a tie and going to Brisbane every Saturday to run a nice second last or so forth. Um, I think it's important that you place your horses where they can win.
0: Strike rate's always an important thing, I think, for trainers when you look at your season. So finish the year at Clifford Park with 30 winners from 106 starters. So a strike rate at 28.3%. So fairly profitable for the punters.
1: Yeah, it's pleasing. I don't really look at strike rates, James. You can't eat strike rates, but it's uh, <laughs> it's nice to have a good, uh, a good level of, uh, winners per runners.
0: Coming into a new season, the, the, the slate starts, uh, clean. So again, do you sit down at the start of the season and is it something as a stable where you'd like to, to win now three on the trot? Oh,
1: look, it'd be tremendous. I, I, I won't be, um, I won't be jumping off a bridge if I don't, but look, I, I um, I'll just play week by week, place my horses well, which I've done the last couple of seasons, and if it happens, it happens, you know. But, uh, it's uh, my main priority is running my business and giving uh, business properly and giving owners good service.
0: And do you feel like you're getting to the point where you'd like to be? You, you were away for a period of time. You came back here. Like anything, re-establishing yourself isn't just an overnight job. That takes time. But do you feel like uh, the business, and of course your your family, and a lot of people involved in it, but it's getting to the point where uh, you're comfortable with what you've got, and you're able to to really have that back. You, you can be always strong, is what I'm getting at, I suppose, year in year out.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. You got to you got to. As I said, service your hands is good, have a, have a good uh, people, have a good good reputation. That takes you a long way. People get to pubs and nightclubs and talk, so uh, it helps. And look, Jaden Tom's made a big difference to our stables. She really was a fag bearer and got the phone ringing.
0: And I think, Lindsay, everyone loves to win races on your home track. You love to win premierships, but you love to be able to take horses to the city and produce metropolitan winners. You've been able to do that as well. I'm assuming that's something that pleased you a lot in this last season also.
1: It did. I thought that was the most pleasing thing out of the season. I think I've trained 12 or 13 Metropolitan winners. I've improved year by year, which is good. So uh, that's what you like to do. You like to, you have to train winners in town to sort of progress your stable, I believe.
0: Started this season well in town, one for one.
1: Yeah, very nice. Uh, the old apprentice was on, telling me how to train them again and so forth. It was an enjoyable day yesterday.
0: And when you talk about apprentices, I think that's another big part of your success. You spoke at Bailey Note, great to see him back riding for for you and a number of trainers and doing so well. But Kyle Wilson-Taylor enters the record books here at Clifford Park. Not many apprentices have been able to win not only the apprentices' title, but also the jockey's premiership. So he was able to do that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah I think another kid I had, Brett Evans, done the same, uh, right. same in Toowoomba. But look... Uh, well, that's what we set out to do. Concentrate on Toowoomba. Uh, win the senior and, and premises title. We set out to do it and he's done it. So now he's um, he's progressed to town. I've just got to slow him up a bit. He's riding too aggressive and doing a few silly mistakes. But that'll come with maturity. But um, look, I enjoy helping young kids. If they want to listen to me it's up to them. But I uh, enjoy it.
0: What is it that you do or tell apprentices because it's it's no coincidence you mentioned brent evans outstanding apprentice outstanding writer bailey Notive, outstanding apprentice outstanding writer kyle wilson taylor well on his way to doing that and i'll talk about your next protege but uh, but what is it about apprentices or what do you do or what's your secret
1: oh james there are a lot of hard work don't don't get me wrong i do uh regular videos with them and all i can point out is where i think they're going wrong um and i do regular videos with them and i think it's more important like you've got to have natural ability to improve as a rider but i believe uh you've got to be better with your feet on the ground as you are on a horse it's more important that you uh, uh handle yourself well off, off a horse and i think that's very very important but um, i do a lot of work with them riding and so forth they go up on the mechanical horse and. And uh, and the biggest thing is they've got to listen; otherwise, they they can't progress. I believe.
0: And the big thing is, is that you support them through rides as well, and and that's a an, that's a big thing. Look at Angela Jones at the moment; you have no hesitation in throwing her on horses, and she's getting the job done. Other trainers see that, other owners see that.
1: Yeah, well, uh, if your boss won't put you on, I think anyone will. Uh, you know, you got to you got to support them, and and I only support them because they're riding good. Believe me, if they were riding bad, I'd be sitting them down and saying I can't put you on. Uh, You'll have to go back out the bush or we'll take a different look at it, but uh, they're both riding well. They both ride my horse's work, which they race ride, which I believe is a huge advantage, and uh, they're Mm. both riding extremely well.
0: Now, Lindsay, the name, Lindsay Hatch, is beside the name of those those winners, but I know for you, family is very important to you and a number of people. Family First uh, does a lot in your business to make hatch racing what it is.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you've got to have good staff and, uh, and a lot of luck. Believe me, James, luck's got to be on your side too because you can have a lot of bad luck. But, um I just think, uh, my experience of going to Melbourne, um, working for Paul and Peter Snowden and John Sadler, learning how to run a business, uh, was the biggest thing and, um and, and learning how to train a horse was the biggest turning point in my life. I think I come back. And uh, I run a business as, as good as Peter, Smith, Peter and Paul said, and I believe my stables run just as good as them.
0: And the results are coming at the moment. Now, let's have a look forward to this season. I mentioned before your new young apprentice, well, not they new, but the one that's really burst onto St. Angela, mm-hmm. you, you talk about uh, setting them down and talking about the right moment to come to the provincials. Now, Angela came to the provincials a while back. You obviously sat down and reassessed and said, look, I think we need to go back to the bush. And since she's come back this time, um she's well three kilo claim
1: won't last long yep uh look uh angela had a first day race riding she had four rides at dolby won three of them it was the worst trip home from the race i thought what am i going to do here because it's uh although a brilliant start to a crew riding career it can go either way you know like uh having four rides and riding three winners so she handled it good and i just let her run for about six or eight weeks and was watching her rides we were going over briefly and then uh then I hauled her in one day at uh, Gatton. She rode three terrible. I told her I was embarrassed. She was apprentice to me, and uh, we had a big, not a big blue, She takes it in. She listened to me, and, look, from that day on, she has not looked back. And anything <clears> I talk to her about, you can see she goes and tries to do it the next day riding, and that's what's making her jump out of the ground and improve. She's um, race riding with using her head, and uh, she's riding really, really good. I think she's got an outstanding future
0: riding winners not only at Clifford Park we saw her riding them at Sunshine Coast we're seeing her ride them at short prices long prices from the front and from the back so that's what you want to see in an apprentice and and, and, what is it exactly that she has improved on or that's made her take that next step?
1: Well I believe she's reading races a lot better which we went over she's um, looking for spots and uh, the biggest thing is she doesn't get flustered like she rode a couple Mm. of odds on pops in Toowoomba rode them like she rides a 33 to 1 pop and I think that's huge she never panicked on them. She could have panicked and got one of them beat, but she uh, showed immense patience and, uh, and it was just a sensational ride to get it home. Things like that, she's only <clears> going to
0: improve on. Let's have a look at your runners this weekend, if we can. Let's go to Wham, first of all, that's going to town. New to the stable. Impressive win the last start. Very impressive winner the last start. was one that Angela Jones rode. You go straight to the city now. This one's a step up.
1: Yeah, for sure. We bought him off Mike Moroney in Melbourne. Uh, Look, I got him here, give him a couple of weeks in the paddock and got him going. His first up run at Ipswich was enormous, got back, it didn't handle the track run wide Um, and then I had him ready for a mile midweek at uh, Doombin. I went in one Sunday morning, I was moping around here, checking their legs and he had a bit of filling in the leg and thought it might have been a suspensory but it ended up an infection. Next morning, we wrapped it up, the next morning I come back, his leg was like a poster was up lowing up, so we had to treat him with antibiotics, and I end up giving him a fortnight out in the paddock, and we started again, and that was his first up run back in Toowoomba. Um, think he's got a good future. This horse really, really like him. He's a nice animal to deal with, and uh, I think it'd be very hard to beat someday. When you look at his
0: stats, the mile's not his best friend, but when you look deeper into it, like, do you have any concerns at the mile?
1: You know what? I, I went look. Look, he runs fifth at Flemington over ten two thousand metres. That's right. Um, he's eighteen hundred metre form's good. I I believe he, it'll be a mild eighteen hundred metre mm. horse. I'm I'm probably keen on down on the track trying him at ten two thousand metres. But I just think there could be a grave doubt there the way he races, and he loves the rail and loves the lead in his runs in Melbourne.
0: Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I mean, that's why I say it, I mean, the stats don't read well, do they? Seven starts over the distance for two seconds, yeah. that's it. But yeah. And he's yeah. a very consistent horse over a 26-start career, five wins, three seconds and two that's thirds, right. so he's yeah. always out there. But as you said, when you look deeper into it, I, I, I don't think,
1: um, it probably sounds silly
0: here, but I don't think the distance would be of any concern to you, despite the fact, as I said, just the rare stats, to look straight at them, don't right. read well.
1: No, for sure, but look, he's drawn beautifully on Saturday. He'll either lead or the box seat, I'll leave that up to uh, up to young Lloyd, but um, uh, that's where he'll be, he'll begin good and he'll either lead, or will be running second box seat, so uh, I've got no qualms about the trip.
0: Alright, what about Ozark for Jake Bayless in the benchmark 85, goes around in the lucky last at Brizzy on Saturday?
1: Been a huge headache this horse, he hasn't won for a while, I put blinkers on him, he never jumped both starts, but they were both huge runs. Uh, Blink has come off, his trials have been good so look, we just want him to get back to a bit of form I'd love him to win a race so he knows what it's like to win again but he's a horse with a lot of ability and also a lot of problems
0: OK, so your best chance on Saturday sounds undoubtedly is towards Wham?
1: Yeah, for sure
0: Alright, so Wham, so I'm um, here that Wham will race quite well What about uh, what about at Clifford Park? You, you'll come home and saddle up a few there as well Wolf Boss, Kira, Lass and Dragon Pins
1: Yeah, Kira cool. Lass Kirillass is going, uh, flying. She is actually. Her jump outs have been really good. I think she'll be extremely hard to beat. Wolf Boss, he's, uh, battled with the bulge. He come back in really fat. His first up run was good. And then I probably aired going to 13, 50 with him. Uh, tear away lead. I had to cart him up and he knocked up. But, uh, then I had, had her, uh, got a cut on his leg, which set me back. I had to scratch him a couple of times. But look, he's a nice, nice provincial horse going forward and he'll race well for sure. And Dragon Pins is a horse I've got for nice people. i want to give him another go. His last run at Esk was enormous, probably should have won. So, uh, he's, he's going good, but he's a horse that's got pretty ordinary form away from that second last start. Um, mm-hmm. so look, he'll acquit himself well. He's in great condition, looks terrific.
0: What's your best chance at Toowoomba on Saturday night, do you believe?
1: Kirillas.
0: Kirillas. So, Kirillas is the best, and then we can have something as well in town by the sounds of things, Keen, that Wham will be ultra-competitive in the fifth there, which is uh, the benchmark 72 over the mile. And then yep. look at the hate been putting the the, uh, the Mosno people, but is there a horse in your stable or horses in your stable that you think we can look out for this season that you think will take that next step?
1: I've uh, got a lot of unraced horses, uh, James. I bought a horse from uh, Melbourne called Whittle, very well-bred mm-hmm. horse. Um, he went and had a break, come back. He's, uh, he's an extremely nice horse. I think if the followers uh, follow him, they'll uh, be collecting.
0: All right, so Whittle. Yep. As you know, so Whittle, all right. We'll jot that one down in the black book and follow him. Uh, Lynthia, congratulations on what was an outstanding season just gone. We wish you all the best for the season coming up. Hopefully the good run continues this weekend. And as always, thank you so much for giving us some of your time on the show.
1: No worries, James. Pleasure. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. <laughs>